Welcome back to the Point Guard Cast with your host Sean and Corey. I'm Corey. I'm Sean. What's up, man? How you been doing? Been all right. How you been? Been good. Been good. I'm excited to get to the second half of the WNBA season. Oh yeah, that's gonna be nice. It's gonna be very nice. Um, so we have predictions made for the first half of the season, but unfortunately, it was one of those episodes. That we had this summer where the audio got messed up, so we never got to release the episode, which I hate. Yeah, that was a good episode. I feel like that was a good conversation. It was. It was. But it's okay, because now we get to release our second half season predictions and get to kind of react to the first half of the season. Um, So let's get into some key dates. So season starts August 15th. Got the trade deadline August 21st. Last day of the regular season is September 19th. And then the playoffs begin September 23rd. I think the finals can't go any further than like the third week in October, I think. So hopefully nothing crazy happens to any teams come playoff time because they can't push the finals back too far. Um, Because, of course, NBA season will be started. Um, Speaking of finals, though, speaking of finals, though, I want to congratulate the ladies for going to Tokyo and winning gold. First and foremost, of course, of course, definitely yeah. a true dynasty. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, they, they're amazing, man. They're very they good. are. I'm so. First of all, I'm glad b- both the men's and the women were able to pull it out. Yeah, the men were looking a little shaky at the beginning, but you know, it is right. It is. Hey, the women even the, the women even had some losses in the beginning that people were like, "What?" But I was like, "There's no need to panic, bro. It's just, it's just the beginning. It's just exhibition games. They'll be just fine." Yeah, but. You're right. Shout out to them for winning this. So let's get into the first half, the current rankings as of the end of the first half of the season. So the one seed, you got the Seattle Storm at 16 and 5. Yeah. That was kind of a given. Um, you got the Las Vegas Aces, the second seed at 15 and 6. Kind of a given as well. Right. Connecticut Sun, third seed at 14 and 6. Um, the Minnesota Lynx, the fourth seed at 12 and 7. Now, this one was kind of. The, the Lynx being the four seed to me was kind of shocking considering how the season started. But if you see how they ended the first half of the season going on a seven game win streak, you understand why they're the four seed. And to me right now, they're the hottest team in the WNBA. So it makes sense. Um, Chicago Sky, the fifth seed at 10 and 10. The New York Liberty are the sixth seed at 10 and 11. I did I not see them that. being the sixth seed. Yeah, I, I could say that I didn't expect that. I also didn't expect Chicago to be as low as they as they are either. But with Candace Parker coming in, but I mean, I guess it, they needed they needed a little more time to gel than we thought they would have. With right, a superstar like that coming in. Right. Also, I think some of these older teams, um, you know, some of the teams with vets realize it's a long season. Like we yeah, got they, first half of the season. To. We got a, a an Olympic break, and then we got the second half of the season where we can really make a playoff push. So I don't think some of these vet-savvy teams are panicking too much, you know? Yeah, kind of like the LeBron factor, where you kind of wait to the second half of the season and turn the dial up. Right, right. I think that's what some of these teams are doing. But, I, I mean, shout-out to the New York Liberty for being the sixth seed, though, to end the, the first half. Um, yeah. Then you got the Phoenix Mercury at the seventh seed at 9-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. And then at eight seed, you got the Washington Mystics at eight and ten. Um, I expected the Mystics to be a little low, but they're they're going to be a team who's going to make a push, especially if they can get Atlanta Deladon back. So them being at the eight seed to me is no shock, and it's it's not really a panic. I think I was kind of shocked with Phoenix being so low, 
this year. Um, having having uh Brittany Griner having a crazy year. Um, oh, yeah. Then I'm having Diana Taurasi, and then I'm having Skylar Dickinson. Smith. I don't know. I just don't. I just expect them to be a little high. Like to me, I didn't think they would be anything lower than like a fifth seed. Yeah. By the end of but the first half. The, even though it's a whole, it's an entire half of the season. It's mm-hmm. still a very small sample size. Like this is like in NBA in NBA terms. This is like a two three week period. True. True. That is very true. That's something that you're right. That's that's a good point to bring up because that's something I don't think a lot of people realize. It's this season. WNBA seasons aren't as long as NBA seasons. So yeah, like the teams don't get as much time to gel together. They're all professionals, but teams don't get that time to gel together. Right. That's things take time. It would need. That's a good point. So let me get into my predictions because I realize we, of course, didn't get to release the episode. So, of course, people don't know what we predicted. So for my predictions, I had the Vegas Aces, Las Vegas Aces being the first seed, yeah. which, of course, is the second seed. But I knew they'd be a top two seed. Like them in Seattle, the yeah. way those two teams are stacked, I, they're going to continue to be the top two seed for the next couple of years. Um, I also, so I, had to, I also think I had Las Vegas at the, as a a top two seed in my in my predictions as well. Right. It just makes it just made a lot of sense. Right, exactly. Especially since they were a team that was able to make it to the finals last year. Yeah, with injuries. Missing players. so many people. Yeah. Um De'Erica Hamby was injured. Um they didn't have Liz Cambage. Um they didn't have um Kelsey Plum. She was coming off an Achilles injury. Like they had so many injuries but yet they were still able to make it to the finals. Now, unfortunately, they got swept by Seattle in the finals. But yeah. to me, it just showed that if they when have they at least one of those players back, they would have been, yeah. They it would have been more competitive or they would have had a chance to win. Yeah, exactly. So I knew that they would be a top, top seed this year. So then I had Seattle Storm, the two seed given. Had the Phoenix Mercury as the three seed. Mm-hmm. The way that they lost last year in the playoffs and in, in the wobble. I just felt like they were really going to want to redeem themselves for this year. And they, although, you know, right now they're the seventh seed, doesn't mean necessarily that they won't redeem themselves. It's just that I just thought that they would be a little higher. But I do think that – I don't think that they'll stay a seventh seed necessarily. Yeah. I um, think that – For this back half of the season. Go ahead. I think that, like I said earlier, the sample size is just too small for us to judge. True. The sample size is just too small. We don't know. Like, we could, like, a, a team that's not in the top eight could end up in the top eight by the time the season ends because, you know, they catch fire, they get high for a couple games, they're right back in it. That's true. That's that's a very good point. Um, you just, you, you never know what could happen. Um, these, again, these are just predictions, but things we don't account for are things like injuries. Yeah. Which is something that also, you know, comes up. Um, so that's a good point. So then the four seed, you got the Chicago Sky, which them being 50 right now to me kind of makes sense. But I do think that they could be a four seed possibly or even stay at that fifth seed position. But to me, they'll be a threat in the playoffs no matter what seed they are. Right. Um, especially since I know Candace Parker is going to definitely want to prove something in the playoffs this year with the way things ended with her and the Sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I felt like she should have retired at LA Spark, but you know you, you know things work out in different ways. But I mean, you got Candace Parker, Ali Quigley, Diamond DeShields, and Courtney Vandersloot. Like they'll be just fine. 
Oh, and Kalia Cooper. They'll be just fine come playoff time, man. It doesn't matter where they end up, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They're one of those teams that's vet savvy also. And also, they got Candace Parker this year. They'll be just fine. Um, then I had the Los Angeles Sparks being the fifth seed. Didn't account for injuries hurting them. But also just the roster they had. But see, they also, they've had injuries this year that have hindered them. Like uh, China Agumake getting hurt this year. Um, that didn't help them out at all. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do in the, the back half of the season. But I do think that them being a 10th seed currently, um, they might stay at that range for this year. Right. I know I predicted them to be higher, but they uh, so did I. I don't have my I don't have my predictions for what I had in front of me. I didn't write them down. Well, I I wrote them down, but they were in my notes somewhere. I think I discarded them because oh, I didn't right. think the episode was going to come out. But I think I had them around the same area as you had them. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You had them between like four and six. Yeah. Um, you thought you mean you probably said the same thing that you you thought we thought that they would hurt not having Candace Parker and her leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though they didn't, they wouldn't have Candace Parker. I mean, you got the Guma K sisters, you got Erica Wheeler, they got Chrissy Tolliver. Like I thought that they would be fine with that, but they struggled a lot this year. So they might not end up being in playoff contention by the end of the year, but that could also flip too. So we'll see what happens with them. Um, then for my sixth seed, I had the Minnesota Lynx, which I feel like I slept on them a little heavy. Well, first of all, to start the season, it kind of seemed as though I was right yeah, about them were, being the sixth seed. They started a little bit slow. But, uh, yeah, the back half of the season, their last seven games, they really turned it up a lot. They're definitely a team that I could see being even higher than the fourth seed that they are now. So I slept on them a lot. Um, then at seven, I had the Connecticut Sun. I had them starting out the season slow, but I was going to have them. Like, they're currently the three seed. My prediction for the second half of the season, I was going to have them like a three or four seed, but they already are a three seed. And um, to be honest, if there's a team that can take down the Storm or the Aces in the playoffs, it's probably the Sun. It's probably probably the Connecticut Sun. John Quill Jones is playing amazing, and Dewana Bonner, Dewana Bonner, always like always is playing amazing, and they're a really underrated defensive team too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I should have slept on them as heavy as I did, um, and they're definitely making me regret it with them being a three C. So if I believe that there's a team that could take down the Storm or the Aces, it's, it's them. Um, then for my AC, they had the Dallas Wings. I just felt like the Dallas Wings with all the picks that they had all the young talent that they have, that they will start off the season hot. Um, not hot enough to be like a ah, super high seed, but be in playoff talks um, at the AC. Now, they're currently the ninth seed, so, I mean, I was only one seed off. But um, I, the way the season is going with some of the other teams, like the Liberty being great, then you got the Phoenix Mercury who are going to make a push. I just don't know if they will end up being in playoff contention. It's kind of hard to say. I definitely think the Liberty are a better team than, than them, and the Liberty are a young team also. But, I mean, it's okay. They're, they're a very young team. They're still kind of in the rebuilding process, so they'll eventually be there. Um, then I had the Mystics being my ninth seed, even though they're currently the eighth seed. I thought they were start the season slow, especially now 
especially seeing now how they've been able to play without Elena Deladon, but they're in playoff contention. If they can get her back, because I know it was rumored that she has, there's a possibility that she can play. If they can get her back, they will be a dangerous team in the playoffs for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I know that they've, again, they've been doing really decent without her. Um, you got Tina Charles, who's averaging like 27 right now, 26, 27, leading the league in scoring. Ariel Atkins is doing good for him. Um, they can make it without her, but when you got a player like Elena Deladon, who's got plenty of playoff experience, like that's you want a, that a player like that when you're trying to make your playoff push. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think regardless without her, they're still going to make the playoffs, but I think with her, they can go from like an AC to a six seed. Right. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then for my 10th seed, I had Liberty. Yeah. So I slept on them, but I didn't sleep on them too heavy, I feel like. But I definitely didn't see them being a six seed, though. That, that's very shocking to me. I believe I predicted the Liberty to be a little high. I believe I predicted the Liberty to be around the seventh, eighth seed. I, I think they were your eighth seed. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were your eighth seed. I like, think what I just slept on was how well Benajelani was going to play for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, her averaging almost 20 right now is crazy. Like, I really slept on how well she was going to play for them. And I think between that and then Sabrina Ionescu's leadership and playmaking and how well Natasha Howard's been playing with them, I think I just really, I just didn't see this coming this early. Yeah. I think that's really what it is. Um, But I did feel like they would be a team who, if you had a seventh or eighth seed who was kind of only one game in front of them, that they could find a way to sneak into the playoffs as the eighth seed. So, um, but them being a sixth seed is crazy, but it's yeah. good. I know yeah. the city of New York is happy between the, the between the and, Knicks, the Knicks finding a way to be a, a good seed, a high seed in the playoffs, and then now the Liberty are oh, finding yeah. their way into the playoffs. I know the city of New York is happy. We're talking about New York City, yeah, absolutely. Um. But I do have some second-half predictions based off what I've seen in the first half. But I will admit, after my fourth seed, anything can happen. Like, my five through eight, to me, is a toss-up. Okay, go ahead. And the reason why I say that is because I'm taking account into the injuries and things that have happened this season. So, for my one seed, I do think the Seattle Storm will finish as the one seed. I agree with you. That would be my one seed as well. Um, I think the Aces will be the two seed. Even though the Aces are leading the league in net rating, defensive rating, and offensive rating. And uh, the Storm are like right behind them in net rating and offensive rating too. I just think that I think the Aces will lose a game or two that they shouldn't and the Storm won't. And I think that'll that's what will keep them separate between the one and the two seed. I think I have... I think I would um, say... Pretty confidently that I have an ace second too. Okay. Yeah. After what I've seen from this season so far, I think them being first and foremost, it doesn't matter which one is one or two. To me, right. these are the two I teams that are going to end up in the finals anyway. Yeah. Of course, to the final. Exactly. Um. Then for my three seed, I got the Lynx. Okay. If they can find a way to keep the hot streak going that they had at the end of the first half, again they had the Olympic break. And to me, the Olympic break is going to change some things for some teams. Some teams, it'll help them. Some teams, it'll it'll hurt them. Hopefully, for the Lynx, they can find a way to keep that momentum going. 
Again, they won seven straight games to end the first half of the season to get them to that four seed of 12 and seven. And I think that they can find a way to overtake the sun and get that three seed by the end of the season. I think I'd, I'd, uh, I'd leave the sun at the three seed. You lead the sun? Okay. I, I, I can respect that. Yeah, I, I think, I think the sun can keep the three seed. Again, the, the way John Quill Jones has been playing for the sun, I can see that. Um, I just feel like the way that the links have been playing together, like the way Nafisa Collier yeah, and um, Sylvia Fowles have been playing together and Michaela McBride, I just feel like they look like They're the way the Utah them. Jazz looked in the regular season in the NBA. Yeah, the way that they clicked together. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Um, now, in the playoffs, would I have them beating like a, a aces team or a storm team over the suns over the sun probably not yeah, yeah but i do yeah. think that they can find a way to be seat, uh, seated higher than the sun the connecticut sun so but we'll see um for my fifth seed i have the chicago sky now again my fifth through eighth any of these teams up. can flip-flop yeah it's really a toss-up i don't really know what's gonna happen with who i got the mercury five okay see i respect that that's what I mean. Like this, trust me, this, I got a feeling I'm going to be wrong with five through eight for sure. So I got the Chicago Sky at five. I got the Phoenix Mercury at six. Reason why I got them at six is because when you have somebody like, when you, when you're playing with people like, um, like, uh, Brittany Griner and you got Diana Taurasi and you got Skylar Diggins Smith, it really doesn't matter where they're seated, to be honest with you. Yeah. They could be the eight seed. Right, and to me, most people are going to pick them to beat. Anybody else not name the 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 yeah. exactly? So they don't they have to be don't. a high seed to make noise in the playoffs at all. I don't, but I think those those three players that you named are the reason I think they're gonna get they're gonna jump um, Chicago. Okay, I can see that. Listen, especially with the way six. Okay, I agree with that. Especially with the way Brittany Brown is playing this year, she definitely unstoppable down low this year. She she always is really, but her and Asia Wilson this year crazy. Um, so then for my seventh seed, I got the Mystics. You got the Mystics. I, hold on, but I got them. I got them at the seventh seed if they if they can't get Elena Deladon back. If they can, okay, yeah. Yes, because yeah. it's rumored that there's a possibility possibility that she can come back, and I, if she does then I think they'll be higher than the seventh seed for sure. But I got them at seven just in case oh, she you doesn't think come back. Be, you think they'll be even higher than seven if she comes back? Oh, yeah, for sure. So you think they're jumping the Mercury Sky at teams like that? I think they have a chance, yeah. Jumping both of them or just one? Uh, Probably just the Mercury. Again, Tina Charles leading, leading the league and scoring with them yeah, with, at like know, 26, 27 points. Yeah, and Ariel Atkins is cooking too. So I believe all they all they're missing is Atlanta, Del- yeah, and her leadership, and they'll be just fine. That's what I feel like they're missing. So if they get Deladon back, they'll be higher than seven seed to me. If they don't, they're still going to be a playoff contending team. They just won't be seated very high, but yeah. they're still going to be a threat though. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. Um, then my AC, it was a toss up. It was a toss up, but I went with the Liberty. Yeah, yeah. I want delivery from what they've shown me so far this season. Um, especially with the way Benaja Laney been playing, playing Natasha Howard, um, Whitcomb and um, Sabrina Inescu. Like, I really feel like, 
first of all, they're an exciting team to watch. If you haven't got to see the New York Liberty play, watch them. Um, they're very exciting to watch. Their offense is very fast paced. And I think there's been some teams that have been sleeping on them this year. And that's the reason why they're seated in that sixth spot. Um, and so though I do think they'll drop just because I think there's teams that are more experienced than them that will make a better push than they will the back half of the season. But I do still think that they will be a playoff contending team. Um, especially since the Sparks, who should probably be in that seventh or eighth spot, have been dealing with injuries and just haven't been that great so far this year. Yeah. Um, so it was a toss up, but I got the liberty making the playoffs at the AC for me. Okay. How do you feel about that? How how do you feel about them being at the AC? Possibly. I think I think that there's a uh, good chance that it happens. I had them at the AC as well for the second half. I think I had them. I think I had them around the same for the first half, though, right? Yeah, you did. You had them at that seventh or eighth spot for the first half. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how I think it shakes out. I think that they'll end up with the AC. Okay. I think there's going to be a couple people that think I'm crazy and that they would probably choose the Sparks over the Liberty because the Sparks have way more experience. Again, right, yeah, they got Sparks the experience, got... but go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Say, say The Sparks got the experience, but you know, the Liberty just, I, I just think they'll get there. I think, I think it's the Liberty's time to get that, to get that spot. Right. I, I don't think this, I think the Sparks will be back next year. I just don't think this year is their year. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, I just don't think it's their year. Like, it, right? Got it's in. just weird because they got Neka Gumake, Erica yeah. Wheeler, yeah, Amanda Zowie, Chris, Christy Tolliver, and Tia Cooper. Like, I'm just surprised they struggled as much as they have this year. Now they yeah, are missing the other Gumake sister. She's hurt. She'll be out the rest of the year. But I mean, the lineup that they have, the ones I just named, but like to me, that should be plenty. Pretty solid, yeah. Right, but, but it's they just ain't, sometimes it just don't click. Sometimes it doesn't. Play, play just don't click together. It's just not clicking without Candy Parker. That's that's true. Honestly, that's probably what the biggest thing is. They're just missing Candace Parker. They're missing her leadership, yeah. mm-hmm. and I hate that for them. But I love it for the sky. Yeah, I love it for the sky, and that's the reason why I hope that they make a huge playoff run because Candace Parker deserves that. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about? Like who we predict to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year and the championship and all that. Right now. Um, no, we're gonna do that. Do that during our playoff predictions. But I will say though, I will admit this: for my prediction for MVP this year, I, I had either Brianna Stewart or um, Asia Wilson like repeating. But um, it should definitely be Tina Charles. Uh, it should definitely be Tina Charles though. Right, yeah. Especially if she can get the Mystics uh, a higher seeding by the end of the year. It's like um, the, it's like the Bradley Beal factor. Like the why Bradley Beal deserves to wait to get some MVP recognition. Kind of, sort of. But also, like, listen, they're only at the AC. Like, if she can make, like, if she makes them a fourth or a fifth seed, oh, there's no oh, way yeah, that yeah. she yeah. didn't win. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, let's yeah, let's right, be honest. Okay. She again because they're also missing. There's no Elena Deladon, so she's making up for not having Elena Deladon there. And I think she's doing a good job with it. Yeah, I think I do think the Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart will be two and three though. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but also I can't sleep on John Quill Jones. Like I think I had John Quill Jones like fourth or fifth in my MVP race to, to start the year. But to me, she right now she's definitely number two. You think she's two? I think she's number oh, two for sure. Oh, really? Yes. I think she's number two. Listen, Asia Wilson's team, they st- I mean, the Aces are stacked. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. Like, she's doing good, but the Aces are stacked. Like, you got her, yeah, Liz like, Cambage, Kelsey like, Plum, Jackie Young, De'Erica Hamby, Chelsea Gray. Like, this, they stacked. It's like, why? It's like you won't give KD uh, uh, MVP with Harden and Kyrie on his team. Like, right, it's kind of like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're stacked. Although, it's not like the Sun don't have anybody. Again, they're the three seed. And you got John Cole Jones, Dewana Bonner, Brianna Jones, Jasmine Tom. Like, you got some you got yeah, some got really them. good players on that team, too. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the Aces and the, the, uh, the Aces and, uh, but Seattle, they're stacked, man. It's, Adrian Wilson won last year, and she had the same the same uh, thing. True. But then, I mean, she could. But I honestly, to me, per, me personally, I give it to Tina Charles this year. I would too, I especially would too. especially if she's able to get them seated higher. Because I will say, I think John Quill Jones can take it if she keeps the Connecticut Sun at that three seat. Right, right, right. She keeps them at that three seat. I do think that there's an argument that she should have it over Tina Charles. What if Tina Charles gets them from the eighth seat to the fourth seat, and she still keeps the three seat? Then I do think that Tina Charles will probably win it. Yeah, got you. Yeah, that's moving cool. them up four spots like that, especially without Elena Deladon, I think that's special. But what if, what if, um, what if Deladon comes back? Yeah, what if she comes back? Um, I mean, depending on how she looks, because she's coming off a um, she's coming off a back injury, so I don't think that she'll be a hundred percent herself. But if she is, and it does kind of take away from Tina Tina Charles a little bit and her scoring output that she's had, then it might still be then it might be John Cole Jones still. Okay, but what if? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I was gonna say something else. David Don comes back, and everything stays and everything stays the same. No, so David Don doesn't come back, mm-hmm. and uh, Tina Charles still, still um. Averaging 26, Averaging 27. 26, 27 points a game, but they're still the eighth seed, and Jones gets their team at the three seed. No, yeah, Jones gets their yeah. team at the three seed. Um, then I think there's a lot of people who are going to say John Quill Jones for keeping her Connecticut Sun team the three seed throughout the whole season. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a toss-up, though. It could be either or. I just think people will say... Uh, John Cole Jones who's averaging like 22 so she's averaging a few points less than Tina Charles but at the same time she's also a higher seed with the best yes and leading her team to a higher seed so okay so what if Tina Charles doesn't have doesn't does get Atlanta Deladon back they get to the fourth fourth seed but Jones is able to crack the top two seed ooh okay now that's a good one um, I, I don't know then. But if that's the case, then that means John Cole Jones and the Connecticut Sun were able to overtake like the Aces of the Storm. Yeah, for so that I'll two seed. So I give it to her. Okay, I can see people yeah. arguing that though. That, that's what I'm saying. Like it, to me, it's between those two. This is good. Like, again, Asia Wilson's having a great season. Um, so is uh, so is Brianna Stewart. So is Brittany Griner. 
But yeah. I just think to me so far it's between Tina Charles and John Quill Jones. Got you. So yeah, we'll see who wins it. Uh, I do think that the Mystics are going to be an interesting team to watch to see what happens with them. Definitely said the most fun teams to watch right now are the Lynx and the Liberty. Yeah. If you haven't watched the Liberty, watch them. Um, Benazir Laney is going off. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And we'll, I just really want to see if the Lynx can keep up that level of play that they have in the first half. I'm really hoping that 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 uh, that uh, that Olympic break didn't hurt them. Because that's the biggest thing. But we, we will see. Um, You got anything else to add? Nah, that's it. You got anything else? Oh, that's it. Ready for the second half of the season. Uh, can't wait to see what the seedings are like. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. This has been another episode of the Point Guy Cast. We'll see y'all next time.